You're listening to Girls Gone Wad. This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is episode 43. And we just finished our Google Hangout, which right. was I so much eating fun. Challenge. It was really yes. fun. And there's this setting on Google Hangouts where you click this button and it gives you like different hats and different beards. And it was, I did that a lot. And it's like, it magically puts these it, beards and hats on your face. And when you move, it moves with you. It's a miracle. Google. It's amazing. It's a mirror Google. It's <laughs> no, it doesn't no, work. No. <laughs> it's a mirror Google. Nope. Keep also trying. Work. Keep, keep, keep going. Back to it. Keep going. <laughs> oh, that was so fun. Yeah. Apologies to those who watched because I think for like the first five minutes we just had fun with the yeah. Google hats, and then for like another couple minutes at the end, at the end, which was really fun. Um, yeah. Good times. Yeah. So um, we're speaking in the, of the challenge, yeah. it's going super well. It's we're been really fun. And we've had a couple people who have said, you know, I wish I would have signed up and I'm kicking myself for missing the deadline. And um, Which you should. First of all, <laughs> or, you know, for missing the cutoff because we only had 40 people. And first of all, um, I we're going to do another one probably like toward the end of the summer. So if you want to join us then, then definitely please do that. And second of all, there's a group of gals from the Accountable Eating Challenge group who are who started a whole whole thirty nope nope whole life challenge oh whole life challenge which is much it's just twice as long as the whole thirty oh okay. a whole life challenge team called Girls Gone Wild yep so um and we posted the link on we our posted Facebook the link page on our Facebook. so if you are looking for something that's a little you know for something that's a little keep bit going yeah to keep going yeah. or to kind of you know because you missed this challenge. I don't know a whole lot about the whole life challenge. I do know it's $50 and you like input your score every single day and every single day you get a certain number of points and like, like Weight Watchers. No, no. It's like you, you start off. It's like every day you start with five points and if you eat, non-approved foods, gotcha. then you lose a point. Kind of like our challenge. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like okay. At J. At J. And then you also like get different points like for doing different for like exercising or for taking fish oil like that kind of stuff cool and then i don't know what happens at the end i didn't read that far you get a prize no i don't know so that's really cool because we got a lot of feedback from our facebook group um it's turning into this amazing little sub community of people who are talking about their their struggles and posting pictures of their food and it's just a really good support system for yeah. the challenge and that we're so holding. so I think that they're going to start they carry another Facebook group. Yeah. So I think it'll be really perfect. It's really great. I'm thinking about doing it. I'm going to talk to Brandon. Okay. You do that. Yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily to make him do it because I know he won't, but to see if he thinks that he could support me for two whole months. Yeah. You're not thinking about doing it. No. I don't think I – well, I should say I choose. <laughs> I absolutely could. I don't know if I just – I don't know if you I want, want to. You want to do it for that long. I don't know if That's I want fair. to. I don't know if I want to. It's a slippery slope. Yeah. Um, but it's going really well. It's just been really fun to to interact with you guys on a more daily basis and mm-hmm. hear what your struggles are. And everyone is so supportive of one another. So if you, like Claire said, if you missed the first, this first round, we will be doing it again. Mm-hmm. And I know don't I said this it. last time, but just do it for the Facebook group. It's just so fun to have that community and everyone is just so supportive. Um, and recommendations and then you get yeah google hangout and we just laugh and act silly the entire time i mean um, what more could you want totally unlike the podcast we're very professional <laughs> right totes professional always professional um in other big news i gave my notice that my job huge so How i think that most go? of you guys saw that post it actually went super well my boss slash that mom is like totally woo woo and she like purple velvet not mm. quite purple velvet she's more like manifestation woo-woo. uh-huh and like um law of attraction and also like energy you know like the, the anyway yeah i I, yeah. I speak that language like, like, yeah. but in like the personal coaching style of okay that. yeah and so i told her and i got like kind of emotional just because i was so nervous you got emotional a little bit like I kind of you don't get out. emotional i know but that's i so th- remember you asked me like when do i cry when I'm frustrated. Oh, okay. And so I was like so nervous okay. and so just like I needed like I didn't cry, but I got like really kind of worked up. Yeah. And um because you were more scared than I was just really nervous. Cause yeah. the thing the other thing about my stepmom slash boss is that well, first of all, it there's like this whole other added layer of complexity when you work for your family. Because like yeah. there it just kind of makes you feel like the expectations are that much more important. 
you know, it's like at the end of the day, if you have, you know, at a job, it's like, what do I care? These are just my coworkers. Yeah. But for me, it's like, this is my dad and my stepmom. I mean, like, I care right. that they think that I am productive and right. smart and follow through with things, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't, basically, I just knew that I wasn't, like, this decision. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm quitting my job, my real big girl job, and I'm going to be coaching CrossFit, which I'm super excited about. Yeah. And I also am going to be doing some marketing and PR consulting for um, my friend Lindsay. She has a hair extension academy. So, um, and then also doing maybe a couple other, like, kind of social media marketing consulting stuff. And I definitely would be lying if I said it was an easy choice because financially it's really scary. I'm taking a huge pay cut. Not only am I taking a huge pay cut, but I'm moving from being salaried and I don't have benefits. So it's not like I'm losing my benefits, but I'm moving away from having a salaries where, you know, it's like to being paid hourly. And so it's just gonna be a lot more variable. And it's, you know, it is nice because Brandon now has a job that's full time more or less. And whereas for the last two years, I've been supporting him while he's in school. So we, you know, we're very used to living on one income, but it's been nice the last six months to not have to like, you know, budget every time we go to the grocery store and like all that stuff. So, but we're going to have to go back to that, which is fine. But so all that to say that I knew that I still am so like, not apprehensive, but like this choice still feels so like I am just letting the bottom drop out that I knew if she really, I knew it was either going to go one or two ways. She was either going to be totally cool with it or she was going to ask me a lot of questions and I just wasn't ready to answer a lot of questions. You know, I wasn't ready to defend it. Yeah. And I, you know, cause like I'm excited about it, but I scary. So you have to like sit with it still for sure. Like I'm not ready to like totally defend it. And so like, I am the first person to tell you, like, this, you know, like, from the outside, this does not look like a smart choice. Yeah. You know, I mean, depending, I guess, on what you qualify as being a smart choice, but, like, it's not financially smart. I'm not really, like, you know, setting myself up for the next, my next big career move, whatever it is. And so, luckily, she was really cool with that. You know, I told her, I was like, I just think it's time for me to move on. And she was like, I, she was like, I know it is. And I was like, and it was just so nice. You know, I was like, I know that this probably isn't going to seem like a big deal to you, but it feels like a big deal to me. And, you know, and she was just like, I know that it's in time for you to move on. And, you know, I know we've tried a lot of things to try to get you into a good spot in this company. And we, there just hasn't been a good fit for you. And because I've been trying to, like, do a million things. And it all just ends up feeling like busy work, which yeah. is a huge reason why I'm leaving. Yeah. And so it was really good. It was like the conversation went as That's well as I could have wanted it to. Leap. Yeah. Yes. So, and it was so nice to just, like, kind of have her just say, like, great, I'm excited for you. And not be like, well, how much are you going to be making? Like, well, yeah. where is this? Because, like, Cause that's with okay. the family side of it, yeah. I could have seen the conversation going that way. Sure. You know, with her, like, kind of coming from, like, a family perspective of being, like, I just want to make sure you're making You're okay. A- yeah. Right. Like, they're, that's a really interesting dynamic, too. Because right. you're like, yes, you're my boss. But then they're kind of going into it as a parent saying, well, how much money are you going to make? Right. Are you going to be gonna okay? Be, or, yeah. yeah. And, I, and luckily, like, we've had a couple of conversations before where she's always said, you know, like, I know that it's hard to work for a family. And if you feel – when you feel like it's time for you to move on – don't feel like you can't talk to me about it. Yeah. But, you know, I also – she is, like, the world's most pragmatic person. Like, she – every they're, like, when it comes to decision-making for her, emotions are not even a consideration. It's oh. very, like, this is the pro list. This is the con list. Whatever is the has the most pros, you know, that's what you pick. Yeah. Like, for her, everything is just very – not black and white. Right. But she just is super logical. Okay. Like, super objective. And so I was worried that, like, that part of her brain was going to turn on and she was going to say, okay, before you make this choice, like, Here, can let's you- make a list. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> yeah. I'm instead really of just honoring that this was your choice, right. you probably did put a lot of thought yeah. into this. This is not something you took took lightly at all. Yeah. So, I'm, yeah. so it went super well. And I'm really, I'm happy about it. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to start. So I'm going to work through the end of May. Which is good because that means I get a couple more paychecks. Yeah. <laughs> and get that under, yeah. under your wing. And I'll be kind of like shadow coaching at across the elevation, yeah. which is where I'm going to be coaching. So cool. Which is on 8th and Santa Fe. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm excited. And, you know, now that my notice is given, it kind of feels more like real. Yeah. And kind of also feels more like, yeah, but I'm excited. Super scary. Yeah. So this this that, this made me think of a question when you were talking about that because like her reaction 
okay, she was coming at it from your boss, but also as yeah. a family member too. But it made me think of too, like when, like what has been the reaction overall for your decision? People are are really excited. Yes. Like everyone I think is, like every single person has been like, oh my gosh, that's so great. I'm like, I'm so excited for you. I'm so happy for you. Right. And I think that, first of all, a lot of people, most people kind of know that like I have appreciated my job, but that I haven't felt super fulfilled by it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, you know, people kind of recognize, like, I kind of know that not necessarily that I've been actually looking for a new job, but that, like, it's been time for me to move on. Right. And also that people kind of have had the reaction of, like, good for you for going for it. Right. And which is so nice because, like, it's really nice to have that validation of, like, not necessarily I'm making the right choice in what exactly I'm doing. Right. But that by taking a risk, that's like something that people admire. Yes. And it makes me feel like, okay, I can like people support this. Yes. And I think I just batshit crazy. Well, it always fascinates me that people which they should be supportive because they know that this is something that you really want. Yeah. But I always think of just like in general, people who react not from, I don't know if it's from a negative place, but people who are kind of like, they, they question it or did you think this through or people, it always baffles me. Like people who aren't happy for other people's success Mm -hmm. or like next steps. Yeah. Cause I feel like that has so much to do about them instead of you. Right. And you shouldn't surround yourself with people like that anyway, you know, but, um, any big, huge leap like that is huge. Right. And a huge success. No matter where you go, it's going to be successful because you're doing it from a place of passion. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people, you know, everyone knows how much I love CrossFit. And so everyone kind of sees like, okay, this is, you know, me pursuing that. And it's definitely been kind of a wake up call because I not, you know, like I have no illusions of being great at CrossFit. Yeah. And so part of me is, like, really nervous. Like, I did a workout at Elevation on Friday, and I was so nervous because I was like, they're going to know. Like, they're going to know that I'm not good. And, oh, Claire. Right? But so, but then it was a partner wad, and it was fine because I couldn't go any faster than I did anyway because my partner was, like, the same pace as me. Yeah. It was awful. We had to do partner deadlifts, so we're both on the bar. Partner front rack lunges, so we're both on the bar, same bar. Yeah. And partner push press, they're both on the same bar. The girl who I was partnered with was like five inches taller than me. So I had to stand on a 25 pound plate to do the deadlift. So I, and there was a hundred of them. I had to do a hundred deficit deadlifts. Oh my God. It was horrible. <laughs> I am still recovering. Oh, it was horrible. Oh. Anyway. Um, so, but, so that was good. But yeah. I like, I'm just like, I know I'm going to go in there and it's going to be like Helen. And I'm going to be like, well. Well, you're about to all find out that I can't run, I can't do pull-ups, and or it's gonna be like, like I on Saturday went to the coaches meeting and I was gonna stay for the wad and it was Kelly and I was like, nope. Who's I was like, Kelly? I, I forgot. It's five rounds, run 400, 30 box jumps, thirty wall balls. Oh, I was like, I. It was almost oh. like you know, like when you're dating oh. someone, and you're like, I'm not ready to let you see that part of me yet. Yeah, I'm not ready to let them see my wall balls. No, nope. no, nope. not ready. They gotta, gotta. Not ready to let you see that I eat saltines with jam. <laughs> Butter, saltines with butter is what I eat, actually. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, right, but it's like I'm not ready to let you in that part of my world. Yeah, yeah. you gotta earn the struggle fest right. that is watching me do wobbles. Anyway, that's really cute. So, um, yeah, so I'm gonna do that until the end of May, and then I'll start coaching the first week of June. Yeah, yeah, that's really exciting. That's a huge, huge leap, but I yeah. know you've been thinking about that for a long time. Yeah, so changes in the air. Yeah, I know it's the birth canal, it's the birth canal. It really is. Oh, my gosh. You don't believe it. I believe it. I believe it. Um, but you I hope you guys all know what we're talking about. Yeah, go back and listen to, what was it, episode 40? When we talked about the eclipse. Yeah. Um, oh, you, didn't you read so something, though, funny. about, like... In- yes! I have, like, notes tonight, you guys. I, I read... Okay, so, you know, y'all know that I'm a therapist, and so I get psychology... I totally forget that about you. Like, I know. Because like, I don't... It's... Sometimes I listen to myself talk on this podcast, and, like... How do I even sound remotely smart that I even know anything <laughs> about anything? Isn't it's really you? funny, though, because I yeah. i mean, I talk so differently on this podcast than I do in real life. So, like, at work, I'm like, I sound really smart. <laughs> hey, awesome. On this podcast, not so much. Um, Your moments, Joy. So, I do have my moments, especially when I have pink hair. Um, okay, so I get psychology today at work, and... They're the the uh, cover is reinvent yourself. 
how to plan your next act. So I'm flipping through and I see an article that's all about major life changes. So talking about reinventing yourself and they talk a lot about um, goals and how a lot of us dream about futures that, and I, I think a lot of this is a little bit of a given, but so much of it has to do with like, we spend a lot of time thinking about our future, but we do a poor job of achieving, of doing things to achieve that future. Yeah. And then we idealize like what the perfect place is going to be. So it's all about the whole thing of like, you know, it's all about the journey, not the destination, yeah. but it, it goes in, it's a really interesting article and I won't like read it verbatim because it's like 10 pages long, but I was thinking about it. I'm like, that's so true. Like, what what are we doing a lot of the times living life for like a future happiness we all do that but it really yeah. breaks it down to say like a lot of us who are high achievers never really achieve future goals because we spend too much time doing busy work yeah like little tasks that make us busy throughout the day so we achieve these like little like right. they and said they a lot of people feel- you feel productive like every single day, right? But you're not doing anything to move forward. Mm-hmm. So it's it was really interesting because it gets into like anything that you're doing right now, and it made me think of the challenge. So we're thinking, I'm thinking of like all the things that I'm eating right now. Is it helping me to get to that future? Like think of your future self in a really tangible way. Like write mm-hmm. it down. You know, get really specific about it. But I loved how it talks so much about like the busy work of of mm-hmm. like think about your day. The things that I do throughout the day are there's I could probably cut out half of it and be way more productive because a lot of it's like, oh, yeah, I know you're supposed to maybe like check your email on a schedule to where you're not just checking email throughout the day and those types of things and how um, that in and of itself just makes us feel like we've achieved something in the moment. Yeah. But whether okay, so maybe it's you want to become a doctor or whatever, like it has nothing to do with like you getting to that future goal. Right. It's just, so I know it has, I literally have my email account open all day, every day. Yeah. And I get an email and it's like, no matter what I'm doing, like ping Ping, over there and you go and and, and and answer it. I answer my email. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, let's see. It talks anyway, it has a lot of studies of like how we're overly optimistic about outcomes and talks about how to set real goals and take real action. Um, Anyway, and setting yourself up for success, maybe we can find it. It was I tried to send the link to Claire, but it was this is such a new. Um, right, it's not online. Yet. It's not online yet, so we can maybe post it. But um, we expect that when the future arrives, our best self will show up. Instead, we struggle with the same issues that hold us back today. So I just think it's like worth thinking about every single goal that you have, um, and especially for me as I get older, I think like. There is an element for me being 36 and I'm like, I'm not old, but there's an element of like, oh, well, maybe that dream's like gone. Maybe I should just think of something else because I'm getting older and maybe I shouldn't pursue that goal. And I think that's just a trap Um, and just a bunch of BS because it's, I mean, we shouldn't be thinking that way. We can do anything we want to, but um, I just felt guilty. I felt guilty after I read that because I'm like, I do a lot of like menial, stupid tasks that do nothing for my future goals. Totally. But at the same time, and I think we talked about this a long time ago, setting goals is I have a hard time like getting specific these days about what my goals are Mm -hmm. because my goals have changed. Like I think in your 20s, you have really, really big lofty goals. Yeah. Finish school. Find a mate. Right. Things that are like big life. Big, big life changes. Yeah. And that kind of leads into your 30s. And then when you get to your 30s, you're like, you're either right, you're, starting you a family. Like get to a point where you're like, okay, well, I did that. Like now yeah. what am I supposed to so do? So like the big goals kind of feel like, I don't know how to explain it, but like for the for the most part, in my world at least, I, I maybe I'm just seeing things with a filter, but I feel like a lot of people just have kids. So you really, like, that is your life, as it should be. Right. But then, like, how do you craft goals that maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm comparing the goals. And that's why I'm yeah. like, well, it's not really a big deal because I've kind of done all the big life things. Right. So so then the, I kind of the, taking the step back is, like, getting clear about what your goals are and then not doing, like, the menial busy work to make you feel accomplished in the day. Right. But you're not, like, getting moving forward to what you really, really want to do. Anyway. Touché. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Okay. It does. I think you're, you're a little bit all over the place, but I think I like the, the article, the first part of the article, I didn't, I guess I kind of, you kind of lost me a little bit, but then I got back on track. Okay. Um, the thing that I think 
the part I kind of got lost with was um, talking about, like, when you think about your, like, future self that you, like, thinking about it in, like, a tangible way versus just sort of, like, this idealistic kind of, like, feeling of how you imagine you'll feel when you're successful. Or is that kind of what you meant? Wait, say that again? So you said, like, you know, what some of the problems is that you, when you think about your future self, you don't really, like, you're not specific. You just sort of have this, like, sort of... You kind of have, like, well, you have an ideal of, like, this is what I want to do, not, like... You don't really think about who you are as a person in the future. Right. So they say here, like, um, how do you know what you should be striving for? Project yourself deep into the future and ask, what will I regret not having done? Use that as a way of planning your life. So you, then you kind of, like, work backwards yeah. from there. That's fair. You know, instead of, like... Have you seen Walter Mitty? Uh, no. You should see it. Yeah. It's kind of like that. It's yeah. about that a little bit. Yeah. So I don't know. I but I think what made me it made me realize is a lot of the patterns I fall into. Yeah, I'm just like staying busy and making that a, a substitute. And it's for so hard. It's mental though. Like it's yeah. it, and it kind of overlaps with the challenge where I'm like, a lot of this has to do with just mental mm-hmm. mental games and getting into different patterns. And it's really not that hard. But recognizing them is important. Yeah. And it can be hard. I think that it can be like just self-awareness is hard. Like you get in, it's it's easy to just like tell yourself that you're being productive and that you're being you're like well I answered all my emails saying I answered my phone calls and I did all my meetings and I put on mascara yeah and like I remember deodorant like I killed you know I killed it today I did all the laundry and and, like the dishes right and like some days like that's a good day yeah you can't just like string all of those together and like pretend like you're growing yeah yeah it was interesting so yeah I feel like now that I've made a big life change, you have to make one. Well. <laughs> so get on that. I know. <laughs> like, well. Getting there. Can I read this? This is a little, I think this is somewhat related, but I read this little, this popped up on Facebook today and I thought this was really cool. So Mike Rowe uh, does that dirty job yep. show and someone wrote does him. Does do that? Uh, I think it's, I don't know if it's still on, but he... A fan wrote about, like, finding the right career, right? Uh-huh. So he kind of gives this long-winded answer about his friend who was, like, asking for advice. And she was, like, resistant to everything he was trying to suggest to her. Um, and basically he says at the end, stop looking for the right career. Start looking for a job, any job. Forget about what you like. Focus on what's available. Get yourself hired. Show up early. Stay late. You can always quit later and be no worse off than you are today, but don't waste another year looking for a career that doesn't exist. And most of all, stop worrying about your happiness. Happiness does not come from a job. It comes from knowing what you truly value and behaving in a way that's consistent with those beliefs. Many many people today resent the suggestion that they're in charge of the way they feel. But trust me, those people are mistaken. That was a big lesson I learned it several several hundred times before it stuck. What you do, who you're with, and how you feel about the world around you is completely up to you. I just really like that. And it made me think of, like, that article, the same thing. Like, yeah. stop worrying about your happiness and... Right. I think, though, like, I kind of had to come to this point because I've had that advice a couple of times where I think it's easy to take it too far to the other side, too, where you think, like, it's, like... It's okay because you're supposed to be in charge of how you react to things that if you are in a situation that you don't like, it's somehow your fault that you don't like it. Yeah. And I don't think that's true. I don't either. Because I think that there is definitely such a thing as just things not being right, the right fit. Totally. And then, like, I, you use that as information. Yeah. Right? You use it as information going, oh, something's not right here. And then right. you say, okay, and then that propels you forward. Right. As opposed to staying in it and just complaining every day. Yeah. But I think, like, something that I really had to wrap my head around, probably the biggest, like, mental block I had to get over before I was able to make the choice to move on out of my job was that one of the things that Mary Kay talks about a lot that my boss slashed up on is that your passion and purpose – can exist no matter where you are. So, like, you bring that with you. Totally. It's not a – but at this – and so I was sitting there thinking, like, well, maybe I'm just not trying hard enough to, like, you know, find how to get to my purpose 
in this job. Yeah. And then finally I just had to realize like if there is like there is a better opportunity for me that's being presented and just because I feel somehow like oddly obligated to show up and be like you know in this job I've been trying for two years and it's like right. not a good fit and it's right. like okay it's time to move on like you can't right. just like keep trying the same thing over and over right if it's not working no and you have to use that as, like I said, information to propel you forward. Like yeah. so, every every instance is going to give you information of saying, "Wow, I really like this. I'm really enjoying it." Versus, yeah. "This isn't fulfilling me anymore." And mm-hmm. it's it's everyone goes through that. Like yeah. no one ever stays in one spot and is like, "Oh, I'm happy right here." Right. But I think what what is coming to me with all this and all of our discussions around it is you know we're kind of doing it backwards. So we're looking at it as like this journey. Mm-hmm. I'm getting to that place and. I, we've heard this a million times, but it's like putting it to practice is pretty difficult. It's like we look for the perfect thing to give us happiness, right? Whereas we have to have fun along the way, right? And that will pull us to that passion. So it's like I like that whole thing of like don't look for your passion, let your passion find you. Mm-hmm. And so as you do things, like we have to look for things even every single day that make us happy, that make us laugh, that make us think, oh my gosh, this is so fun! I could do this all the time. Like yeah. get us lo- get lost in the moment. Like when you do CrossFit, be all there. And enjoy it, whatever you're doing, yoga, running, I don't know, drawing, painting. Um, (laughs) What'd you say? Underwater basket weaving. Basket weaving. I, um, now now I lost it. Yeah. Sorry. We're getting like like deep tonight. We're like talking about life stuff. There was a quote and I was about to say it and I don't know what it was. Don't, Don't let your passion, wait, what was it? Let your, oh, my mom. When I was first trying to look for a job, but it kind of gave me the same advice where she would just say, like, you don't need to know now where you want to end up. Like, just find something that sounds like you're going to maybe kind of like it right now. Yeah. And then that'll, you know, you'll you'll hop off of that on the next yes. thing. And you'll, like, there, there's you no such do. thing as a linear path. Right. So it's like, you like, you can't, you don't need to, and you can't know now where yeah. you want to end up. Right. Because it's going to change. Yeah. And even if, you know, you've wanted to be a doctor since you were five years old. You know, like, there are going to be things along that path that you didn't foresee. Right. So. I always think about, too, like, opportunities that present itself. If you ever question, should I do this or not? Um, one of my friends once told me, who's kind of woo-woo the same way, mm-hmm. she's like, you always say, like, the universe is always saying yes. Mm-hmm. You're the one who's saying no. So if opportunities present themselves, just right. at least take a look at them and say, why is this in my path? Well, and that was something, too, about, like, that I think... <laughs> I talked about with you when I first kind of got this coaching offer was that I had thought about it for a long time, but I had just, had just decided that I couldn't do it. I was like, you know, there aren't going to be opportunities. It's not going to pay enough. I'm not going to get classes. Like, and basically was the only information I had was that like TJ wasn't hiring. Oh, so you were just like, so I was was, just like, it's not like there are no jobs out there. Yeah. And somehow I kind of had it in my mind. Like if somebody was going to be hiring, they would post it. You know, like, they would, like, be right. publicizing and I would see it. And, like, yeah. And I, you know. It's just going to magically appear. Right. And yeah. so, finally, one day, I was like, you know what? And so, I posted something on Facebook. And, like, literally within two days, I had all these things. And I was like, that was all it took was for me to, like, one, like, the tiniest effort I could have possibly yeah. made. And it yeah. just came pouring in. And I was like, yeah. oh. Well, was... well, it's funny, like, okay, Sandy, who's a listener, and I love her so much. She's we talk been, about her all the time. We talk about her all the time. She's, she's like a life coach. She, yeah, she's our mom. She's <laughs> a life coach, and she always talks about, like, how when you, like, the universe is waiting to, like, yeah. give you, to give you answers, to give you signs, and you have to, but you have to rise to meet it. So that's yeah. exi- like a perfect example of how you were like, I want this, I want this, I want this, but I'm just right. like waiting for a sign to come to me. And then the second you just threw like the teeniest bit of effort, mm-hmm. it was like, bam, like so fast. And I mean, that's why like, I- a Facebook status, like could yeah. I have put less effort into it? <laughs> and that's what I told you. I'm like, Claire, when things start pouring in like that, it's pretty clear like that these, it's pointing right. you in that direction. Yeah. So it's really exciting though. Yeah. It's just like I can't I can't get the thought out of my head of like how we can reverse the pattern of thinking that like we gotta work every day to get to that happy place as a right. instead of like just reversing. I'm I'm totally guilty of that. Of like trying so to So then think, what well, would your happy place be? It's <sighs> a big question. That's a really big question. That's like, I don't know if I could like do go into Do you have like an even, like, an abstract idea of, like, when you think of, like, 
the kind of person that you could, that you would be if you could be any kind of person? Like, do you have like a, even sort of like a feeling or like a spot that you think of or like, a like, do you know what I mean? I know, I know what you're talking about. Like, are you talking like a, like a vacation, like a happy place? No, like, like, not like a physical oh. happy place, but oh. like when you, like, for example, like I, when I think of like the sort of like place I want to end up, I sort of can just like imagine this feeling. Okay. And it's kind of like that feeling that you get when it's like early and you wake up and you're in a tent and like things are really quiet and they're like a little bit wet and you're like, aren't really sure you want to get your sleeping bag yet because it's kind of cold, but like, Oh yeah. I have the exact, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And it's just like so like peaceful and you're, and like you, like I, I know I talk about my Knowles course kind of a lot, but there, it was like when I was in the wilderness, you're in the woods and you just like, you, it was the only time I have ever and probably will ever literally experience living in the moment because you don't know what's about to happen, so you can't plan. Yeah. And that's – I mean, that's true every single day of your life. It you don't really know what's is. about to happen, and so you can't plan. Like, no. I could – you know, there are a million things that could happen between yes. – And – but out there, it's so tangible because it's like there aren't – you don't even know what's within the realm of possibility. Like, you know, you and I have a pretty – good idea like we can predict pretty easily what's gonna happen tomorrow yeah yeah we think yeah we can do that yeah. like when i was in the woods it's like you just can't and so like it's just like you have the task at hand yeah and then you move on to the next task and you don't think ahead of that did that drive you nuts or did you just get no, used to you, that it's like it's amazing actually is it like you totally get in the rhythm of it you get super into your body you like can tell like you're like you start really noticing like your energy levels like everything is just like so simple that sounds and amazing. It's awesome. And like you wake up in the morning and it's just like you like the things that you have to do are just so basic and yet so necessary. Yeah. And so it's like when you have to like you have to do that thing when exactly when you have to do it and not a minute later. Whatever it is. Yeah. Whether it's start a fire or take down the tent or, you know, whatever. Get in your right. But I don't know. So that's kind of like what I think of when I think of like this is what I, like I want that. is like this very just simplified like I know exactly what I have to do and I'm not worrying about anything beyond that. Yeah. Okay. So when you say that, I know exactly what I would want. Okay. Yeah. Go on. Do I have to tell? Yeah. <laughs> I just want mine. So mine is I love the space in the morning. For me, I'm like the morning person, yeah. right? So kind of similar to what you said where like mornings for me are – I just picture like a space and a feeling yeah. where I wake up, I have time, nothing's rushed. I mean, when I go to work out, like to me, that's not Rush. stressful yeah. at all. Like I have a it's rhythm. Like me it's me time. And my husband always talks about that. He's like, you are like the morning person, like nighttime you can do without, but like right. morning is like sacred for me. So when I come back from my workout, I like the feeling is I'm not rushed. I'm kind of having an idea that I have to go to work, but like- right. That's how I want to feel is in the moment of the mornings where, like, the day is ahead of me. I'm making breakfast. I'm hanging out with my animals. I'm appreciating, like, the newness of the day. And then I can – and then, like, once, like, work hits and I have to, like, leave for work, it's, like, over. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to just be able to, like, I want to be able to stay in that moment. And I know it's, like, bliss. Okay, I know, like, real well, life has to happen. Okay, but, but like, not necessarily. Like, you don't have to have, like, yes, there are things that we all have to do. Yeah. But, like, you can see them the way that you see working out and making breakfast. Like, you have to do those things. Yeah. You can see them as, like, obligatory. It was, like. Very true. Yeah. Like, you can still have, Very like. True. Like, when I was thinking, like, with the camping, it was, like, you had, there were things, that, like, literally, if you did not do them, you would die. Yeah. And, or if you did not do them, other people on your team would die. Right. And, but it, it didn't you didn't feel like you had to do them. It wasn't an obligation. It was like, okay, this is exactly what I need to be doing right now. Gotcha. And that's just like kind of yes. was the difference, you know? No, I totally know that. Anyway. Yeah. So that's a good, that's a good challenge because I think of like the, the reverse, like that's a good way for me to think of like the reverse yeah. instead of like just going through the grind and being like, Oh, my like future what? self will be told. And will be I have a really great life, but I do have like those things where I get stuck on, well, I really want that and I really want – I mean, we're always yeah. doing that. But I yeah. but I start to feel this pattern, like I said earlier, about being older where there's like a loss where I'm like, where are these – what are my goals? What do yeah. I want to feel? Yeah. Where am I going? Midlife crisis. <laughs> what am I even doing? That's right. I'm having a quarter life crisis. So. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. Midlife crisis, quarter life crisis, all these crises. Crises. Okay, so if you guys have suggestions on that, you know, <laughs> chime in. Chime in. Let's move to some questions. Okay. Because we have a couple of really good questions that came in. And, uh, oh my gosh, I'm laughing so hard at the pictures on Instagram. We posted some pictures. Uh, you guys can get, can anyone go back and watch the Hangout? Or is it just the people who are signed up for the, the okay. people. We should make it available to anyone, Claire. <laughs> that, then that would defeat the purpose of being Yeah, that's true. It's Maybe ex- we can, like, edit just that part with the faces, though, and post so it. So funny. Okay. So, Jessica writes, um, I always see y'all's... Okay, can I just say how much I love when people say y'all? <laughs> oh, I love it. Because I just mostly like to read it, because I can't really... I can't say y'all throughout my day, because I'm not... I feel like I'm not... It's just... It's never been in my vernacular. I always see y'all's posts asking for weekly podcast topics and figured I'd write in this week. I think in May, I think she meant to say, I think I may. I think I may be suffering from burnout. I just don't feel like I have the drive I had in the beginning. I love CrossFit, but it seems like a struggle to make it into the wads. I had been lifting during open gym, working on strength and ollie and doing the wads. I took a few days off from working out in hopes to get my drive back. I'm giving the open gym workouts a break. I feel like working out should be fun, not a chore. Anyway, have either of you felt this way? Yes. Oh, Jessica. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I, but here's the thing. For me, workout has always been like my zen time. So yeah. I have that feeling truly where my mentality around it has always been a really positive thing. Are there days I seriously don't want to do anything? Sure. But that's when we talk about like rest days and just being gentle with yourself and like pick it back up. If we take a week off, not the end of the world. Dial in your diet or just be more mindful of that. Exactly. This is not your profession. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's definitely, I've definitely gone through this. I've definitely kind of have, have had ebbs and flows with my CrossFit. And I think the biggest thing for me has been that I think I've tried too hard to change it up. And so I've lost the groove and that's when I find it's really hard is that like I will try to do a strength set or I'll try to do whatever and then I like can't really stick to the thing. Like I've tried so many. Oh, I have to talk about this actually in a minute. I've tried like so many strength sets and I just like keep falling off the wagon because I don't – I just – like I want to be in the wads with the people. Like that's the thing that's fun about it for me. So I think that what has helped me is identifying like what it is that I like about CrossFit it's like, yeah, I like the workout. Yeah, I like that I'm getting stronger, et cetera, et cetera. But, like, the X factor for me is, like, the people and the community. Yeah. And so when I focus on that, then I, like, don't have expectations for my workouts as much. Like, I just go and I'm, like, I want to see people and I want to, like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. So that has helped me when I feel like I'm in a rut is that I kind of remind myself, like, you know what? It, even if tonight I don't PR or even if tonight, you know, somebody who – I think, you know, somebody who started more recently than me beats me or whatever. Um, you know, the whole, like the point is for me to go and to see whoever. Right. And I did that. And so I, you know, I don't have to like kill myself. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times it really does have a lot to do with being with the mental games. And so, I mean, at 530, when I do the 530 workouts, I don't, I, I don't have time to think about it. Like I wake up in the morning and and before I even think about it, you like, I know that sounds so simple, but just go. So even if you do night wads, like don't even think about it. Take your mind out of it and just drive over there because once you show up, game over. You're going to be there. You're going to see people. They're going to inspire you. You're going to talk to your friends and, you know, it's just going to be that family feel where once you're there, you want to work. And that's, (laughs) that's seriously what motivates me for the 530 workouts is I roll out of bed and I just start moving. I have my clothes sitting right by my bed. I put my clothes on. I just start moving. Put Splash some water in your face and get right. going. Um, the other thing is, you know, take your mind off of maybe what workouts should look like right now. Right. Um, and just do anything. So if you're like, oh, my workouts, I'm feeling burnout because I have to do a wad every day. Well, not necessarily. I mean, like, I can't tell you when the last time. Like, I only do CrossFit three times a week, sometimes four. But... I used to run a lot on those other days and I haven't because I have JT now. So I've had to have like this mind shift where I'm like, okay, I'm not running as much, you know, in my mind, it feels like I'm not working out as much, but 
Mm-hmm. I'm fine. Like I haven't, my body hasn't changed. Everything's okay. And I'm just walking more and I'm motivated to walk. And there's days when I definitely feel pressure that I should be running. Right. And JT's not a runner. He doesn't run. So I have to just do long hey, walks. JT. Yeah. So, but that's been a huge shift for me. Cause I'm yeah. like, I'm like, my mindset's always like, go, 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 go. Every single day it has to be like really hard workout. And, um, it just, doesn't. Like it, and, and but for me, I'm like I just I'm not gonna go on a run without JT. I, I have like this weird guilt thing where I'm like I can't right. like I have to walk him. So well, I think just take like, the pressure off of well, yourself. Well, she said something about like you know taking a couple of days off, and um, I think that's a really good place to start because I think a lot of times you just kind of need to remove yourself and yep. kind of give yourself a little bit of break, and also kind of to realize that like if you miss a workout, it's not the end of the world. It's really not. And just kind of give yourself permission to go or to, you know, take a couple days off, take a week off, take two weeks off. I think the first time I started feeling like like this, the best, I was kind of like surprised because I thought like, I found this workout that I'm always going to love and that I totally identify with. And, you know, my, my new favorite saying is even if you spend all day working with puppies, every once in a while, you're going to get peed on. (laughs) Like even the best, most amazing thing is still occasionally going to feel like an obligation. And the thing about, I know I totally agree with what she said about that working out to be fun and not a chore. And maybe, you know, you want, you find something that you like take another type of class, take a pole dancing class or take a boxing class or something that makes you appreciate the kind of, you know, the stuff that you get from CrossFit, the endurance or the cardio or the strength that you get from CrossFit and makes you, you know, kind of gives you a new focus or a new goal. Yeah. So those are just some ideas, yeah. but I totally we have definitely felt that way. Definitely feel those that way. Yeah. I mean, if it's overall, you might want to look at a bigger, if there's like a bigger issue going on, but just go easy. I think especially when we're really dedicated to health and fitness, we have like this guilt if we have to take some time off or if we're feel, not really feeling inspired. So yeah. we've talked about this before. If you're not feeling inspired or if you're tired, you're not going to have a good workout anyway. So, so you have it. So there you go. And then... Go ahead. Were you going to say something else? I was just breathing. Oh. Can I talk really quick about how frustrating um, our clean and jerks were this morning? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So we had to do max clean and jerk and then max front squats. And I – remember those pictures you took at the CrossFit Cuspus? Yes, I do. Where the bars at your nose. At my nose. And you're not just not pushing your elbows under. Really? So I think we need to have a segment on the show called Coach Claire (laughs) Answers Your Questions. (laughs) Because oh um, I was like, oh my God, I need someone to just sit here and watch me and tell me what I'm doing wrong. And basically what I need to do, well, mm-hmm. you tell me if this is right. Okay. I feel like I need, because I, I got to 125 and my max in the past has been 130. I can clean and jerk 130. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to get 135 today. I'm really going to well, get this. What's your front squat? 160. What? Shh. Go ahead. I have no. baby bird legs, Claire. I could not get like 160. Even TJ saw me and he's like, yeah, I, you almost caved on that one. No, 160. But I, yeah, I believe you. But I'm oh. just saying like if your front squat is 160, oh. you should easily have a 130 clean. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Keep talking. Uh, I was just thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so, so be, I mean, the 125, up with it. 125, no problem. Yeah. Like, no problem. I put 135 on. And then I dropped to 130 because I'm like, well, screw this. Yeah. And I just don't. And I couldn't get under the bar. And I think what I'm doing wrong is I'm not practicing enough of doing full squats, like squat cleans. Because mm-hmm. all my cleans, I just power clean. Have you tried hang cleaning? No. That is like the magic bullet for me. Game changer? Huge game changer because you can't power clean a hang clean. So the hang cleans where you like literally lean over. Nope. Hang clean. Oh. I'm going to show you. Sorry. Sorry, I'm standing up. Hang clean is from here. Okay. So you just have to pop up and split. Like you can't oh, power clean it. Oh, you have to. you don't have the time to yeah, get yeah, yeah. to like, you don't have enough momentum to power clean it if you're so only you have doing to it from do... right above the knees. So you have so to you squat have clean. have to drop under it. Yeah. And Because I have not been dropping it like it's Sorry hot. if I was just bouncing yeah. around for you guys. Yeah. That is a game changer for me. I can hang clean more than I can clean because... I my, I have like the slowest elbows in the world. Yeah, and the other my thing elbows that I have a problem with is that when I clean, I kind of like I, how do I put this? I like push my hips forward, so when I catch it, I kind of catch it like <laughs> the starfish. Though, right? I, I know I was gonna say it looked like a starfish, and, like, but I kind of like I, I, I catch it 
with my chest. Okay. Instead of catching it with my elbows. Oh. And if I bruised, which I don't. Oh. Do I have a bruise? Uh-uh. It feels like Not it. that I can see. Sometimes I wish I bruised because, like, I feel... Like, <laughs> I have, up. like... From the power cleans last night at 85 pounds, I have... I would have a huge... If I bruised, like, it hurts bad. Oh, like, does I can, it? like, feel it. Oh, okay. From my sternum. Ow. But, so... The power clean also, like, keeps you le- leaned over a little bit more. Like, okay. you don't really have – like, you have time to extend, but you don't really have time to, like, get comfortable up there. Yeah. So, try that. Okay. I think you'll have a big, okay. great success. Yeah. Because I was so frustrated. Because you stand up with 160, you should so be able to get under So frustrated. Yeah. And I kept getting, like, really annoyed. Yeah. And you I started, gym like, time. yelling and screaming. Well, that's the other thing is I was like, oh, I, I just need to come and practice. Like, I feel like – there's days when I go in and we're supposed to do max lifts and I'm like, but I haven't really, like, we don't have much time. We have, like, 15 minutes. I haven't yeah. really practiced. I don't know. I just wish we spent more time, like, pr- doing practice drills mm-hmm. and really, really mastering the movements. Before you just try to max out. Yeah. Anyway. So I was I was disappointed. And then I PR'd my front squat. So that's. Nice. Was that, that was the 160. Yeah. So nice. I was happy. I was like, I got to PR something today or else I'm going to be mad. And then we talked a little bit about this at the hangout, but I was, um, some of the girls were like, we didn't get to the wad and they were really frustrated because, and TJ, coach TJ was like, oh, you girls and your cardio. I'm like, but we want to do the workout. TJ and his lifting. TJ and his lifting is what we really should say. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I'm curious, sorry. No, I want. I, I want to ask, like at the other gym, do they do like the format the same? Like, I'm curious if like other people just do like strict... And TJ was, like, laughing because he's, like, one week, you guys, one week where we're just doing testing and you right. guys freak out that we're not doing wads. Uh, do they? Do like, they do other do gyms do, like, strict Oli days? Um. That you know of. Because I, I don't hard, know of many. Hard for me to really say because they have only been kind of coaching for, like, two weeks at this gym. <laughs> But they have a barbell club. Oh, okay. So it's like if you want to just do only an only day, like on Sundays, you just come to the barbell club. Okay. Yeah. The barbell um, club barbell sounds club. like a gentleman's club. It is. Yes. <laughs> um, do they have mustaches? They, everyone there freaking has a mustache. Do they really? For real. <laughs> uh, Ilsa Maybe you like, should. No, they all pick. have tattoos and beards and mustaches. Oh They're like my the gosh. hipsteriest hipsters of all time. That's awesome. Like when I was at that were that team wad on Friday, I was like, yeah. I need to get more tattoos if I'm going to fit in here. But Ilsa at the gym was like, oh, I think one of the teachers from my school uh, goes there. He's got a bunch of tattoos and a beard. And I was like, you are literally describing every male at that gym. (laughs) Like, because it's all like art district. Like, they're all so like. Oh, totally. That's so cute. Oh, my gosh. Do they wear chucks? Yeah. That's really funny. They do. Yeah. Um, But sorry, really quick. Speaking of strength programs. So I kind of have abandoned my college program. I just like, I got tired of open gym by myself. Was it really just by yourself? Well, at night, it was always by myself. And in the morning, like, it's kind of fun, but it's, like, it's just not the same community. Yeah. So I'm excited for when I start coaching full-time and I have, like, a little bit more time to kind of do both. Yeah. Because I would feel – it was, like, I would want to do the wad and do the strength. And, like, the strength portion, I definitely would get tired, but you don't, like, get – like, you know, you don't get, like, a – Cardio. It's different. Yeah. Totally different. So anyway, and I downloaded, this is so silly. I downloaded the CrossFit strength programming from Lift Big, Eat Big thinking, so he like has this whole spiel. I bought it. It like costs money. Okay. And it's like a 12 week program. And he has this whole spiel on the site about how it's like for, you know, he's specifically programming it for CrossFitters. He used to be a CrossFitter. He's been working with CrossFitters and it's like got a lot of strong man stuff in there. Like, for example, one of the days you push your car. What? You've got a car push. I shit Stop you not. it. And every other Stop guy. And it. so then when you buy this ebook, you push which your is what car. It is, when you buy this ebook, oh they put you in a Facebook group. Okay. And every other person in the Facebook group is like a ginormous man. There's literally one other girl in the whole group so far who I found. And she like commented on one of my things. I was like, so glad to see another girl in this group. Because I asked a question. I was like, I've never done strongman things before. I am not sure that I could push my car. And the guy was like, you totally could push your car. It's going to be fine. And I was like, okay. You can actually. And you can push your car. Yeah, apparently. And then this other girl was like, oh, I'm so glad that there's another girl in this group. But, like, this is freaking what the other girl looks like. <laughs> She's like a tree. I was like, fuck. <laughs> That's not what I look like. You guys, this girl's like, yeah. Right, she she's looks like Stacy Tomar. Like she's so she's buff. So, no, she's like 
she's like Tuesdays he talks. She's Tuesdays he talks. Right. I was like, I was like, ooh, another girl. And then I looked at her stuff and I was like, damn it. <laughs> and she's like flexing. Too. Yeah, she's probably like this girl has easily fifty pounds on me, easily. I know. Because <laughs> she's like, I'm so glad there's another girl. Yeah, no. She's, a she's like a strong woman. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my great. god, that's me awesome. and my 125 pounds are gonna walk over here. I'm just so glad Brandon has such a little car because I'm gonna be like pushing the toy or pushing the Toyota Corolla. Oh or my god, the Camry. So funny. Someone's gonna walk outside and be like, "What?" Yeah, I'm like, "Do you need help?" I'm like, strong, no. "Strong man training. Strong, strong man training. Easy. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Do you need your car pushed? Yeah, because I can push it for you, but only if it's in neutral." <laughs> And he, like, wrote a comment. He's like, by the way, make sure the e-brakes off. I was like, thanks. Thanks for that. Um, yeah. So I'll let you guys know how that goes. That I'm going to start fun. it next week. I am. It's like the things are cool in it. Yeah. Like, they're kind of fun. And it's and it's not only lifting. Yeah. It's like bench press and, like, dumbbell press and sandbag squats and, like, all yeah. this weird. I have to yeah. do a sandbag. Yeah. So good thing that. Is this, is this the different workout you're doing for the challenge or is this just, like, no, something different you want to work on different. for? Okay. I, I have been meaning to do an MMA workout. And it's just the schedule hasn't worked out. And I was going to do it this coming Monday, and then I'm out of town. So I might do it – I might end up doing it, like, the Monday after the challenge technically ends. Oh, okay. But I think yeah. at least as you have – as long as you have it scheduled during. Yeah. But I think MMA is going to be really fun. Yeah. I, could, I think I'm going to be a scrappy fighter. I think that would be a fun thing to try, though. Yeah. Does yoga count for me since I've already done it? Because I've been no, doing it. I did it twice. Ugh. I've done yoga with you. That's I know. how frequently you've done yoga. You have to pick something else. It's just really, I anyway. What? I, I just need my mobility sucks right now. Yeah, but that and doesn't like, ma- mean it, make it the I thing. I don't have time. Okay, new. I'll. Fight. <laughs> Everyone else in the challenge is doing it, Joy. I know I'm making excuses. You are. You're I have no have excuse. Figure it out. You can I'm do totally wimping out. Laser tag or okay. something. Paintball. Sure, paintball. Or Ghost count. hunting. Nope, not an please, athletic activity. Please. Yeah, I mean, we can do it, but not as an athletic activity. <laughs> I think they'd be super freaked out if we came and we were like, all right, so running. Zombie run. Zombie run. Which also, do zombies run? They have same discussion for Yeah, they do. There's Stony. Oh, do you watch The Walking Dead? No. Oh, don't. Walking. Don't, they walk. Walking Dead. Oh, no, 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 no. They're, it's scary. They, they're really fast and. No, they're not. I watched furious. one episode where they were coming out of a barn and they were like, had time to shoot them from like 10 feet away. But they come away. out of nowhere and they come up behind you and there's like 50 of them all of a sudden. So you can't just walk. Gosh. It's not well, you taken can, lightly. Well, you can run, but they're not running. Yeah, but then they just come out of nowhere. There's like 50 so of them. So really the problem is we need to put bells on the zombies. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yes. All right. Well, yeah. on that note. Well, okay. Wait. Do we have anything for, t- no, tanks? We're, we will, by we're the time you guys ordered. listen to this tomorrow, we will have announced our winner. So thank you for yeah. entering. Um, and thanks again, everyone who's doing the challenge. We've and really enjoyed it. Happy Mean Girls Day. Happy Mean Girls Day. I feel like we just didn't even talk about that today. Well, if, it's too late now. We're already at 53 minutes. I'm really upset. But we Happy kind Mean of, Girls Day. It's a 10 year anniversary of Mean Girls. And I just love it because it, this is like the one day that everyone is as excited about Mean Girls as we are. Yes. All the time. Yeah. We kind of, we, I mean, we honored it on our Google Hangout and we. And Joy's wearing all pink I'm, right now. I have pink hair and a pink shirt. Yep. And pink earrings. I want my pink shirt back. Oh my gosh. I had all to right. say it. <laughs> on that note, we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.